You're listening to the All American Actors Podcast, Episode 17. In today's episode, I've got an actor spotlight with Marianne Tejada. That's coming up next. Ready to go behind the scenes and learn what it really takes to build a sustainable career as a working actor in the U.S. film and TV industry? Join me, Catherine Beck, your all-American accent coach, as I give you the insight and inspiration to take action on your career. Learn my best tips and tricks to performing with an American accent and hear from working actors and other industry professionals to give you a comprehensive overview of this biz we call showbiz. This is the All-American Actors Podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, which is so good, I'm so excited for this one to share it with you. I want to give a big shout out to On The Shore, who left us a five-star review and said, Catherine's All-American Actors podcast is a game changer for anyone who is serious about a career within the American film and TV industry. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I'm so glad that you are loving the podcast. And that's exactly why I started this podcast to give you my tips, give you some inspiration and insight into the biz. So I love that you're loving the podcast. And thank you for tuning in. And if you want to be featured as our star listener of the week, just leave us a five star review for this podcast. And I'll give you a special shout out right here on the show. So if you like this episode, go ahead and leave us a review. All right, let's get started and talk about my very special guest on the show today. She's originally from the Dominican Republic, moved to the U.S. to study and pursue acting, and she has made her way on TV series such as Orange is the New Black, The Purge, and now she's going to be starring in Peacock's new show, One of Us is Lying. So without wasting any more time, let's jump to the interview with Marianne Tejada. Welcome to the show. I want to give a big welcome to Marianne Tejada, who is on the show with us. She is an up-and-coming actress in the States. So excited to have you with us. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really excited to chat as well. So you're originally from the Dominican Republic. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. I spent most of my life in the DR, as we call it. I love that. And so how did you become an actress in the U.S. then? So I, so the U.S. both and the DR are my home. So I was born in New York and I grew up in the Dominican Republic where my parents are from and what I call home. And then I started acting back home. And I feel like when I was really serious about it and I was like, okay, this is something I see myself doing on the long run. I said, okay, I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to you know, uh, enroll in a conservatory or, or whatever acting classes I can get and, and really pursue it. So that was back in 2015, I believe. Um, and it sort of started from there. And so what was that like studying in New York? It was uh, challenging. It was a lot of fun. And it actually introduced me to accent work. Because I, I enrolled in this conservatory and it was it was quite interesting, the journey, because I remember the first week of classes, we were lined up like all international students. We were lined up and you sort of had to audition for the dialect coach of the school and read this like page worth of um, lines. And if you passed, you didn't have to take the American accent acquisition class. 
And if you didn't, you had to. And I feel like most of us saw it as like, oh my God, we're not ready. You know, it's going to be challenging working in this industry in the U.S., but actually I ended up loving the class. It was my favorite. And it's, it's, I mean, it's just an incredible tool to have in your toolbox as an actor to work on sounds and know, especially if, you know, you're dealing with like a whole nother language, not just an accent to have that, um, to use. And I just, I, I really love it now doing the work. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. And so what did they teach you in the class? Did you have to learn phonetics? Yeah, we did. We did. Um, a lot of sound works. So, you know, being aware of the sounds that, for instance, in Spanish, you don't have the TH sound, which we oftentimes replace with a D and the I in Spanish sounds like an E in English. So all of that and also operative words, because the rhythm is very different depending on where you come from, too. You know, we speak really, really fast in the DR and usually drop the ending of words. So I had to work a lot on that. And yeah, it's it's been fun because it's helpful to do other accents as well, not just, you know, the standard American. Isn't that great? Once you learn phonetics, it makes it so much easier to pick up another accent overnight, really, if you have an audition, do you find? Absolutely. I feel like I'm a little shy when it comes to diving into, I don't know, let's say if I had to do a British accent, just because I respect a lot. Um, just culturally, you know, representation and what I think, you know, is a well-rounded cast or an actor who plays a character. But um, it is very helpful if I have to do, uh, I don't know, accent, like a Cuban accent in English or any other Latin American or like a Spanish accent even, which is more Hispanic, European than, you know, the the other accents. But yeah, it's it's super, super, super helpful. Yeah, it, it really is helpful. And that's really interesting that you had that training and that experience early on in your study and how that's um, supported you, I'm sure, in your auditions and your role preparation. So tell me some about some of the roles that you've played since being in the U.S. and working in the industry over there. What are, what are some of the roles that you've done so far? So I've, um, I did a lot of theater in the beginning because it, my training was in theater, but TV, my first role was in Orange is the New Black a couple years ago now. And it's funny because I remember that audition I went in and they wanted someone who had a, a bit of a, a, more of an accent, you know, more of a Hispanic accent. Um, and I went into the audition cause I've, I'm always used to hearing, oh, you, you do have a bit of an accent and, you know, I let myself be free if I'm not working on a specific role to just let my rhythm come through and, and, you know, the sounds that will tell that I'm from the DR. Um, so I go into the audition and I read, uh, with the casting director and she's like, oh, we, we need someone with a bit of an accent. Can you do a bit of an accent? And I was like, oh, I'm happy to you know, go back a little bit to how I naturally sound. And then I read again, and then I got a call a few days later. So it's interesting to, as a Latina actor, find a balance in the, in the accents and the characters that they're looking for and, and exploring all that ground. Yeah, you make a really good point here. And I think that that is 
a concern for a lot of international actors. I know, especially because I'm in Australia, that it is something that comes up all the time in sessions with actors. And people talk about a general American accent or a standard American accent. So do you ever feel or have felt in the past any sort of pressure to sound a certain way for your auditions until they say, hey, can you bring in a little bit more of your natural accent, let's say? Absolutely. And I feel like I still do. In a way, but what I've learned to do is, um, I think a lot of also the work for me is I used to be very strict about, oh, this needs to sound perfect. And a lot of, you know, the American accent that we hear, it's very relaxed. Um, so not trying to get the sounds perfect, but actually doing the work prior so that your muscles are relaxed and it just kind of flows if that makes any sense. Totally. A lot, but it is something that I still keep in mind. Um, I just try not to stress about it too much because then it just plays the opposite of what I wanted to do in an audition room or a self tape. Yeah. And you know, when you're in the US as well, I say there's not one specific way that everyone sounds. Everyone sounds so different. And especially when you're creating a role, you want that character to be unique and genuine. And if you're trying to create this specific way of sounding, it's never going to feel truthful, you know? Personal, yeah. Because also a lot of the freedom that we have as artists is you have to bring a little bit of yourself or what you create for that character. And there has to be freedom within that. I feel like if I put a lot of pressure on myself, then it just becomes generic. And then I feel it and it translates in the same way. So um, it was something that I struggled with in the beginning. Um, And now I just kind of have an attitude of like, you know, if my accent comes through, they'll have me read again if it's a character that doesn't need the accent so much. So I I allow myself some room for um, mistakes. But what really helps is just doing the work prior so that I can just relax and, and have fun. Yeah, it really is about that preparation prior to the audition or being on set. So how often do you work on your voice and your accent then these days? Uh, these days, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I haven't done it so much, um, but because I'm getting close to shooting something, I need to drill on that and just really start getting my hour or two hours a day in because it does make a difference. And, you know, if I'm around my family, which has been happening a lot with, you know, uh, quarantining and all whatnot with the pandemic, um, if I'm around my family a lot, which um, all of them speak Spanish, so that's what we speak at the house, then, you know, the accent will go back to its origin a little bit more. Um, But I, when I'm on it, um, I feel like a good two hours will just pass by really fast and not feel like, oh, I sat down for two hours to do work because there is a lot of, you know, ground to cover, I feel like. Yeah. So you've got this new show coming up. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about it? Yeah. So it's um, it's One of Us is Lying and it'll be streaming on Peacock. Um, uh, so it's NBC's new platform. And it's based on a book by Karen McManus. Um, but yeah, she's a terrific writer. And um, it's a show about uh, four high school students, actually five, who get into detention. And then one of them dies in detention. So the show is about finding out who did it and how it all happened. And it's um, it's a pretty cool show, yeah. Mm, sounds really good. And so tell us, what's your accent going to be like for the show? 
So it's gonna be a bit of a more standard American because my character Bronwyn grew up in the US. So she's a second generation. And it's something that we do talk about a lot uh, with, you know, the producers and in and in sort of the writing, um, how we can incorporate culture into the household. But, you know, she has been listening to English her whole life and it, it is her first language. So I think the challenge in that regard for me is to really just you know, get my sounds on and, and be consistent with the accent. Yeah. And you're going to be filming this overseas. Is that right? Yes. So we're going to New Zealand, which is extremely exciting. Um, yeah, we'll be there for a good four or five months or so. Wow. And have you been to New Zealand before? No, I haven't. I haven't. So I'm really excited. Well, you're going to love it. And I would imagine it's going to be a mix of obviously the leads have already been cast in the US, but I would imagine there will be some uh, New Zealand actors that will be popping into some of the shows as well, the episodes. Yeah, I'm thinking as well. So I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, what what new fellow actors are going to come on board the ship for sure. And that's always fun, too, when you're working with local talent and they're kind of in the same boat as you. Or maybe it's a little bit harder because, you know, you have more experience living in the U.S., but they're also going to have to work on their American accent as well. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's very interesting. And so... What is it like for you on set then? You know, what's your preparation for a role like this? Obviously, you've talked about, you know, you have to get your accent into shape. So you're feeling nice and strong with that. What other sort of preparation do you do for a role like this? I try and make sure that I get a good warm up, just, you know, practical things just before I go into set. And um, for Bronwyn, um, she's a very, I think the voice was something that I looked for and kind of thought about for a while. Um, she has a lot inside of her when the show starts and then her character starts unfolding and, and sort of going from, you know, the girl that has it all together and wants to, you know, keep her mother happy mostly because her mother is a, is a big influence in her life to being more free in herself. So I think being aware that, you know, her voice is, is a little bit lower in the beginning and then just opening up more was something that helped me and that I prepared a lot um, about. And it's always so fun, that process of finding your character's voice, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And, you know, for me, I think because I train in the theater, a lot of times the character will come with those more physical traits than, you know, finding a backstory, which is also extremely important. But it'll start sometimes from the outside in, as some people say. Yeah, very true. And where did you study, did you say, in New York? Yeah, so Stella Adler, Studio of Acting. Amazing. Yeah. How good was that? It was It was great. I, I met some really great teachers and um, colleagues. We started a theater group early on in the first year, actually because most of the plays that we would get cast in uh, would be from – your typical American writers. 
And, you know, there are some great writers. Uh, Stephen Atlee Gerges is, is a writer that I really, really love. Um, love him. Yeah. So um, I started a theater group with a, with some friends and we would just put up our own plays, uh, mostly Stephen Atlee Gerges um, work because they, they, they were a lot of Which fun. ones? Um, so we did Den of Thieves was the first play that we produced. It's about four thieves that get tied up in a basement. And, and it's more of a comedy um, then we did in Arabia, we'd all be kings and we would rehearse, you know, the with the hat and, oh, one of my favorites. Yeah. It's so good. Jesus Hop the A train is another, amazing. Oh, I mean, all his plays. So good. Plays. All of his plays. They're so needy and have so much in them. Yeah. That is such a great start. And I have to say theater is my first love and there's nothing like being on stage and performing and 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 feeling that vibe that energy that you get from the audience. Yeah, it's it's there's no comparison to it and yeah, I I cannot wait to go back to the theater. So, is that something that you see yourself doing down the road is going back to stage Absolutely. at some point doing a play? Absolutely. I um I joke around with my with my reps about, you know, as soon as we wrap the show in New Zealand, I'm going back to New York. So you guys need to get me a play, even if (laughs) off, off Broadway, whatever it is. Um, All right. So what would be your dream role? If you could be in any play, play any role, what would be your dream role? My favorite place is Anna in the Tropics by Nilo Cruz. Um, I would love to do, you know, one of the leads in the in the play there's two sisters so either of the two sisters are great characters oh that sounds great and so in terms of working on the show and then thinking down the road what are some big goals that you have yourself for your acting career do you see yourself working more in movies staying in tv i know you talked about getting back on stage i would love to um do some some indie films, not because, you know, just indie films, but I feel like there's so much freedom uh, to really just prepare a character when there's a script that has room for a co- collaboration with a director or a writer. So I would just love to dive into that world a little bit more. Yeah. So film is something that I definitely have my my eyes on. Indie film, that's always such a great place to work. And are there any particular writers or directors that you admire that you would like to work with? Okay. So she's more of a TV director, um, uh, but Tania Saracho. I know Tanya. Do you know her personally? Um, Tanya and I were friends in Chicago. How funny is that? We did start writing in Chicago. Tanya is one of the nicest, most genuine people I've ever met. I absolutely love her. And she's always been the most brilliant writer ever since I met her years ago in Chicago. And she, she had this like intelligence and this way of writing that I always felt like was like beyond like where she was at that point. You know, you could see that there was going to be greatness in her. Mm -hmm. And it's just been so incredible just to watch her journey of what she's done. Yeah, she'd be a great person to work with. And I feel like she's just getting started. You know, I can't wait to see what she comes up with next. Um, I Yeah, her plays are amazing too. So doing her plays would be amazing as well. Yeah, she, and she's just she's just cool. She's just a, a great person. <laughs> oh yeah, she's. I, I believe you when you say that. Yeah, and um, well, obviously, you know that would be um, great for the future for sure. 
So you are, are you based in New York or where are you based? So I, I'm kind of, all, not all over the place, but I'm actually in Cincinnati, Ohio right now, just with oh, wow. everything slowing down. I have a lot of siblings that live here. We're five at home. So uh, three of them are here. <laughs> um, and so I came here to spend some time with them. And uh, I was in New York before and I went to LA for a summer and ended up booking some work. So LA was my home for the last year. And so- you kind of talked a little bit about like struggles with the accent and stuff like that early on in your career. Were there any sort of struggles or things that you had to overcome? Kind of like, I think as we get older as actors, there's a lot of lessons that we have to learn. You know, what were some of the biggest lessons that you've learned over the years so far? I think overall, um, just getting over myself when I don't get something right just, you know, don't, don't stress it or overthink it. Just work harder, practice more if you need to put in some more work time, whatever that means. Um, and just do it again. Um, I feel like oftentimes, you know, if you're in front of a casting director or a dialect coach or, or anybody who holds some authority in a room, you feel like you have to prove yourself, but just remembering that you're collaborating with that person and that they want you to succeed is something to keep in mind. Um, because it's true, you know, casting directors want you to do well and your dialect coach, of course, wants you to do well. Um, so it's a collaborative process instead of like me trying to prove myself and trying to get hired, for instance. That's That, that was a big lesson. Um, also, just doing research about, you know, writers, if, if theater is something that is important to an actor, which it, it is to me, uh, reading a lot of plays and finding out about new playwrights and what's being produced. You know, when I was in New York, that was something that had its um, just fruit, you know. Um, this is a community, this industry, so you kind of grow with people as you meet them along the way. That is so great. And it's funny because I was going to say, I wanted to wrap this up by asking you if we had any advice for actors just starting out. You know, a lot of people that listen to this show are international actors from all different countries working on the accent. And, you know, they always worry about the auditioning process and casting directors and how they perceive them with the accent and all that and making things precious. So is there anything else that you might want to wrap up with? Any advice for actors just starting out? I would say, you know, look for, for people who are good at what they do. If you need a dialect coach, do your research and find someone to help you. Teamwork makes the dream work. So don't feel like you have to do it all alone. I would say, you know, reach out and do your research about who you reach out to because it, it does pay off and just drill in those sounds and put in the work and it'll all have its root. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. It's been such a joy to speak with you and get to know you a bit better. I wish you all the best on your new show that you're going to be working on very soon. Enjoy New Zealand. Thank you so much. It's, it's lovely chatting with you and meeting you and knowing about you as well. So inspiring. Thank you so much, Marianne Lee. And I'm so excited to watch your new show once it goes to air. And if you are loving this podcast episode and you're out there and you're thinking, hey, I want to do a podcast myself. Well, my friend, Courtney Elmer, who's actually the one that taught me how to start a podcast, is going to be running a free workshop coming up. 
I've got all the details for you. All you need to do is head over to my website, katherinebeck.com slash podcast to register and get all the details and join in on all the fun. And I'll see you there. I'm going to be joining in and doing the workshop myself. So if you're interested or thinking about possibly doing a podcast of your own, come along and sign up. And if you love this episode, go ahead and take a screenshot of the show, share it on Instagram and tag me in it at Catherine underscore Beck underscore. You can also send me a DM. Let me know any topics you want to hear on the podcast and let's chat. And coming up next week on the show, I've got another incredible interview coming your way. I'm going to be talking with Matt Gresh, the executive producer of One of Us is Lying. Yes, the TV show that Marianne Lee is starring in. He's going to give us the insight into how a production gets produced for TV. So much great stuff in this episode. So stay tuned for that next week. And make sure to share the show with all your actor friends. Let them know what's coming up next week and invite them to tune in with you and learn how to become an all-American actor so you can be the working actor you dream to be. Until then, go practice your American accent, and I'll see you back here next time.